Interior. Police Department. Date. Two men enter a beige room with bright fluorescent lights. The first man, Deputy Sheriff Cody, 40s, heavyset with a mustache covering his entire upper lip, gestures to the other to take a seat. The other man, Steve, 40s, hair graying by his temples, sits at the edge of the chair. His eyes never leave Deputy Sheriff Cody. Cody takes a seat across from Steve. They're separated by a steel table with a slow speed fan on the edge. Cody takes out a cigarette and begins to light it. He inhales deep and blows smoke towards the fan. The fan is so slow it does not repel any smoke. The two men sit in silence. Then more silence. They exchange glances at each other, then back at the fan, then back at each other, then right back at the fan. Cody inhales again. This time, for ten seconds, Steve raises his eyebrow and grimaces. The silence continues, followed by more silence. Cody finally exhales, nostrils releasing a thick cloud shrouding his reddened eyes. Steve says, Is this why I had to close my shop today? Does my smoking make you angry? Yes, because you're wasting my time. Am I? Yes. Yes, you are. What am I doing here? I'll be the one asking the questions here, Steve. Well, then go ahead already. All right, I will. I'm going to ask you once and once only, where is Gertrude Willis? Cut to Warren Zeon! Welcome, everybody, to episode two of our podcast. We didn't discuss how we transitioned into this at all. Um, no. No. So, I have to redo that part, but that's okay. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about your uh, your minute and a half long exposition for that scene? Nope. <laughs> just going to leave right it. Over that. Okay. No, all right. Hello everyone, this is episode two. This is the sequel to the first episode There's of There's gonna this. be a lot of sequels. Yeah. Thing. But the sequel is usually like the, the high octane, big budget, less makes sense part of any series. Yeah, that's how we got Shakira. Yeah, so Shakira. get ready for a lot of just explosions. Get ready for just craziness that you wouldn't have expected in the first episode. We're not holding back at all. We also pretty much developed only what we put in that beginning scene. Mm -hmm. We talked about that for a little while. Yeah, so that's it for episode two, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll be back with episode three in a month and a half. uh, Hopefully it'll be... Probably before then. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think of... How did we start the last one? You know what? It's been so long... The audience doesn't know us as well as we know each other. You know what we should do? Uh, we should actually listen to the first one while still recording the second one. Oh and we'll just God. pick up when the first one ends. Can you do that? Like have our voices in a uh, background track? And the whole then, time? 
Yeah, and then sometimes we'll just cut to the the highlights, like the best of episode. One. Oh yeah, we could we could maybe do like a, a best of like last time on the Wearman podcast. Yeah, and it's just. I mean, I don't remember what we said last time, but I remember it was really good. Oh, it was fantastic. It was uh, literally listened to do- by dozens of people. Yeah. There are dozens of us. So, thanks to you guys. Yeah, if it thank wasn't you. for your support and, um, your support and financial and fundraising. Contributions. Yeah, we, we wouldn't be here right now. Wouldn't be here. We our, did, however, lose our one and only sponsor. Oh, yeah, we were no longer sponsored by... By Shipyard Pumpkin. Yeah, we are currently drinking two different beers, yeah. neither of which decided to actually endorse this I don't blame podcast. Them. I kind of do. We're a runaway train. We haven't proven that we can uh, get back on track, huh? That's we, should, we should get back on track. Okay. So, um, as I was going to say, it's been a while. No one knows that. No one knows what we've been up to, really. Other than we've been supposedly working on this movie that we said we were. So, before we go into that, let's just let's just take some time to catch up. Nick, how's it going? It's going well, Kevin. Uh, how was your trip? It was it was good. It was really good. I came back from a two week vacation from the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, if you can't see me, which you can't, you, no one can you, see. I hope you can't. No one, no one can see you. I am I am well tanned. Um, I have a new insight on life, and I still don't like my job, which I had to go back to. <laughs> and you're very cold. Oh my god! Here in Boston, it. We came back last week. We I woke up Friday morning. And it was a beautiful fall day, mm-hmm. and by Friday night, it's just it just went away. Yeah, yeah. Winter, winter is coming. Winter is winter, winter coming. came. Yeah, so. So that sucks, but I did uh, get to, I was on a sailboat, <laughs> Yeah. I, for hours I would watch waves rippling in the sunset, uh, there would be storms, there was beautiful fish, I had to swim, All <laughs> many, these, many beautiful fish, <laughs> many of the beautiful fish, and at a few different points, only one of which I actually wrote down, I was thinking about this movie. Oh, that's true. So uh, I didn't do anything interesting because uh, I just I just didn't. So to to hop on that thought, you thought of this exposition scene while you were um, in paradise. That's true. Right. Um, I was thinking of a small Vermont town where a woman has gone missing mm-hmm. in this Steve Carell vehicle that we're still playing to create. While I was in paradise, which is kind of strange, but I like to think that, as it being our passion project, it was the right place for it to. Oh come sure, in my mind. You were reflecting on things. Turn and develop. So. This time, yeah. I'm glad I went on that vacation. I'm yeah, glad me, this yeah, came too. up. Yeah, I'm really glad. You said everything was fine when I was gone. It's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, we can, we can talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, talk about it later. All right. Uh, no, so you came up with the idea of this exposition scene, um, kind of like in, in a, like a maybe a less serious true detective-y vibe, yes. where um, a serious thing is going on, and uh, and we get a we get a glimpse of that through this scene. Um, so we've got we've got uh, Deputy Sheriff Cody. Yes, I like the name. 
I uh, I was thinking of multiple names and they were getting weirder and weirder, kind of like when we had a name Gertrude. Yeah, that, still so, regret doing that. It's subject to change, so mm-hmm. then I kept it simple, and in my head it became Cody. Okay. Um, Steve, just in case people didn't know, is Steve Carell's character. He's America's national treasure, Steve Carell. Formerly... National Treasure, I'd say Tom Hanks, maybe? Tom yeah. Hanks. See, he, he's lost it a little bit. He hasn't really done much since Polar like, Express. just loves him. Like, he's just the man. No, well, also, his son is a is a rapper. Or, like, was a rapper? Chet Colin Hanks? Hanks? Who's Chet Hanks? So... Do you know he has a son named Truman, too? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he does. That's really they, interesting. They play Carby and Randy together. How do you know this? I listened to another podcast. And oh, he was on it. Wasn't he like drinking a beer on that podcast? Uh huh. America's national treasure, Tom Hanks. There we go. He enjoys a beer and a game of vulgarity and yeah. sin. Cartoons Humanity also does not sponsor this podcast, so we're just not going to mention. That. Oh yeah, we should yeah. we should bleep out the mm, against. Mm, mm. Yeah, he just plays a game. With his child. That <laughs> sounds super weird. Uh, so anyway, going back to um, back to this scene, uh, kind of a, a creepy vibe to this scene. Really kind of set it like a mysterious tone. Um, yes. Um, we really don't know what's happened at all. We just know that there's a person who is missing. Um, this is kind of the first thing we plan on, on letting people see and experience. Yes. So it could be like a serious film, except for like it's a little like farcical. Is that a word? Did I just make that up? It's Farciful. A little silly. <laughs> a little silly. We're like, there's there's some yeah. silence. They look at the fan back and forth a little bit. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't think either of us have seen the... Have rewatched True Detective recently, although we have multiple we're, times. We're due, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's been some time, and True Detective Season 2 does not count. No, that's a different show. Yeah. Um, I believe the, sh- the show starts with this kind of scene where it's Matthew McConaughey getting set up in his in his room to be recorded by the new detectives. Oh, that's right. And they start the line of questioning. When he's got the mustache and the tin people. Yes. Yeah. And Spoiler alert. And I, and I don't remember knowing much about the show as I went in, but you see like a super disheveled guy being yeah. asked about something historical. And, it re- and I remember it, that definitely at least set something in my head where I'm just like, alright, so to, so the audience is already set up to know something's being investigated in the past, which means something's not exactly the way uh, people perceived it to be, right? Yeah. Like, why is this being dug up? Why does this guy look the way he does? And he just looks like a mess, but it's Matthew McConaughey, so there's something suspicious about that as well like oh yeah but you've seen those Lincoln commercials yeah something's wrong with that guy fishy so I kind of wanted to duplicate that and as Nick said kind of play play a little on it where I do want to make some jokes because Steve Crow's character although he does have some social uh (laughs) he's not you know, Mr. Friendly, or he's not the person everyone's very close to. 
he is gonna have the the Steve Crow antics. He is gonna be the things that his reactions are gonna make you laugh. Mm-hmm. So I need. So I was hoping to make this scene as a way to introduce a lot of different. <laughs> Just had to do it like a bandaid, man. Just had to do it like a bandaid. Anyway, we have cookies now. <laughs> For those who are wondering what my crackling was, that oh, was over loud. That was, that was the most silent attempt to open a bag of cookies from our new sponsor, Tate's. Tate's Bake Shop. Tate's. Southampton, New York. All right. Uniquely crispy, deeply religious. Oh, I'm sorry, that's delicious. Ah, the ever-religious cookie mm. coming to save our show. Thank you, Tate's. Oh, do you want here? Oh, man. Have that's, a Tate's, Cal. great with a beer that I will <laughs> yeah. not name. Because they're not sponsoring us. They're not sponsoring us. Fuck you. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. It's cool. These cookies were, were right on time. So, so in conclusion of what I was saying. In conclusion. This this scene uh-huh. is supposed to introduce our main character, the protagonist, mm-hmm. Steve Carell's character. Um, we don't know if he's necessarily the antagonist, but just from his... Blowing smoke antics and his immediate accusatory. Oh yeah, really set a tone. Vibe. That, that, uh, you know that deputy sheriff has at least a uh, maybe a, a past. Yeah. Perhaps with with Steve Crow, I haven't really fleshed that out, but exactly. certainly um, and he has a way too big of a mustache. Oh okay, so yeah. like a Wolford Brimley. That's mustache. exactly what I had in mind. Okay. He's like a, he's kind of like a wiry dude too, so it looks even stranger. That is weird. Yeah, he's like heavy set, but he just looks a little like wait. So drawn he's out. he's heavy set and wiry. Yeah. Does he have like like a seven foot wingspan? <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those guys that they were thin their whole lives, and then but they never actually learned to take care of themselves. So like when they hit fifty, just bleh. So they still have the features of a wiry guy. But they're out of shape now because like he's forty. So like Gerard Depardieu, was he skinny ever? Was he wiry? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of people who like got aggressively fat as they age. I'm just thinking oh, of no, like the guy, three the guy Godfather. Oh, okay. Marlon Brando wasn't he like semi skinny? No, he was more of a, of a of a built guy. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't ask why I know that studied a lot of just Marlon Brando imagery when I studied film at school. <laughs> it was your minor. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, now I'm trying to think of a good example. Yeah, I don't like, think that's a person. I think you just made that up. If three of my uncles if it happened to them, that's a real thing. So we have to cast one of your uncles as, as Deputy Sheriff Cody. They're all like sixties and seventies. They have to play and none of them barely know English. <laughs> They're perfect. They have to play a Vermont baby sheriff. Yo, man, in and out of the People can move freely between the states as they please, which is a topical, topical subject. As some states are saying, they don't want Syrian refugees when they can't, uh, they can't deny them in the first place because you can't block people from traveling from state and to state. And that's actually um, it's in a the fucking... coded theme that we're going to have in Wormer. Yeah, this is now what this movie is about. It's about Syrian refugees. I and thought, I thought it was always about them. Yeah, we yeah. saw this coming. We haven't told you the whole mythology behind the werewolf. Yeah, it involves Syrian refugees. Yeah. Do we really know the mythology behind the whole thing? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, that's not really the scope of this one. Yeah. 
But like, who are you to judge us on what we do or do <laughs> not know about? You our don't movie? know us. Like, yeah. we're trying to talk about Syrian refugees. Yeah, we should probably we should probably move on from the Syrian refugees. Right. Uh, that's a, that's episode two point five. Minisode. <laughs> Minisode. We're just like riffing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this scene. Um. So. <laughs> this scene. This is a, apparently a very important scene. So what we mm-hmm. did as the introductory. Um. Yeah. It did rely on I. I Seriously, typed it out right before we did this. You know, I wanted I wanted it to be funny. I wanted it to still set up the uh, the, the tension mm-hmm. to know that right off the back we're going to introduce that Gertrude goes missing. Yeah. Um, but we also discussed, and you're going to find out right now what we discussed. But you can't. It wasn't in that you scene. can't say you and then point to the computer because the computer doesn't know that you're pointing to it. So the audience doesn't know that you're just pointing. But if I just said you, can it they could have been, I mean, I'm in front of you. You could have been talking to me. Well, you, the computer. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's exactly I'm pointing right. at you, computer. For the onset, I'm pointing. Now I'm looking at myself speak because of the audio track. Okay. Yeah. So, this scene, it's supposed to set up a few different things. Gertrude Willis sure. goes missing. Missing. That's one of the things we spoke about last episode is mm-hmm. happening. And that's what makes her kid um, a main character. Oh, yeah. He's got, he's got a... He builds the relationship with Steve Carell in mm-hmm. her absence. They have some kind of relationship while mm-hmm. she's still around. And we plan to have her in the setup, I'd say, in the first 30 minutes. It's oh, yes. Yeah. So, so the, so the, the build-up happens. Yes, yeah, so the plan is we're going to flash back. Uh, so we show you this scene... Um, you get the sense that something happened, um, and then we flash back what we decide you said thirty days earlier. Yeah. Um, to kind of give us some 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 room to play with, um, where it's just everything's everything's fine, for the most part, except we just keep dropping <laughs> things. Uh, everything's fine. Um, we have we you know no one's really missing, um, but maybe some rumblings, maybe some strange happenings here and there. Um, you know you might see like a. A quick clip of like a new scene where you know like uh, oh god the third dog this week went missing yeah that's pretty weird so make sure you put your dogs in your in your dog pens that's that's that was my impression of the news guy yeah. I want to play the news guy by the way put your dogs in, in the dog pens I've never been to Vermont do we have a local news guy or it's just I uh, yeah I would like I would think that would be like an interesting. Or is it like, like a, like a, a newsy? Happily? Like, oh, uh, it's like... <laughs> a person who yells headlines? Yeah, like, read all about it, put your new, put your dogs away. Do they have... <laughs> you also put your news away. <laughs> put your news away. Um, yeah, we should, we should, I think we should have a, a, a news individual, like a local celebrity, maybe. A local celebrity? Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, so, um, yes, you might see, like, some rumblings, uh, some potential issues... But really, everything looks pretty fine when we see it. Um, I think one, if we flash back, we'll be able to see that there's a um, pretty poor relationship between Steve Carell's character. And do we have a name for the kid? No, he's just kid. The kid. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just kid? You can say the kid, but... Okay. I like just we, kid. We have not tried to name him yet. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's no real relationship between Steve Carell and kid. Kid. Um... <laughs> But you get it. You get a sense of Steve Carell's relationship with with Gertrude. 
Yeah. Um, kind of their daily lives, what that's going to look like. So when this all gets disrupted later on, you can, you can kind of have like a sense of like, oh, this is, this is really messed up. Yeah. He had to close his shop. Yeah. And it's a big deal for his private business. It's a big deal for anyone in the store that needed what he, what he was. Oh yeah. He's the only, he's the, the only general, show in town. Yeah. What, what did we agree that he was going to have? Like a general, like a general store, like a gross grocery uh, mm-hmm. Bodega of sorts. Oh. I don't think they have those in there. Yeah. So there's no competition. Oh yeah. They just don't have it. Yeah. No one's really interested. Yeah. And it's not like he can like hire anybody to work there because no one likes him. Everybody quits. So I was actually going to talk to you about that. Oh, might not be true. No, not major changes, but I like Whoa. to think. But yeah, I did bring this to your attention. I think he he does have some friends. But there's animosity towards him in the town because of his shared past of, like, a teenage mistake he did. Oh, yeah. So we're... Like that time he burned down the school after losing the football game and also (laughs) getting that girl pregnant. I said... I only mentioned one out of those three things. Sure. I made two of them up. It's probably pretty obvious. So he does something that... Some people, possibly uh, the deputy sheriff, oh yeah, has not forgiven. Oh, so I, I, or they're I noticed too that short, or they're too you know narrow minded. They're so. of the same age, so yeah, perhaps like uh, <laughs> deputy Come sheriff. On to it. Yeah, so perhaps deputy sheriff, um, you know, lost something. Uh, he had a stake in in what Steve Carell was doing. And it's interesting that you brought that up mm. because in the extended scene that we are also discussing, yeah. since this is just this is a prequel, a snippet, the, just to yeah. just to get the intro, we want to this, have something playing before Shakira. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We plan oh, to oh, play Warren Z one. We're gonna try to get that. Um, the the full scene will have something similar to what we reenacted at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then it goes through an actual interrogation or an interview on Steve being with Gertrude the night before she went missing. Right. And in that in that interrogation, we get a better sense of the town. We get a better sense of its population. And we find out that, one, there's like one or two restaurants to take someone out. Yeah, so a lot of... So everybody who was going to be out would have seen them. Yeah. Be out. Two, there's one bar. Oh, sure. One bar slash one of those restaurants. Yeah. So, and I think we even said, they go to the restaurant and they're like, oh, let's get a, let's get a drink afterwards. Oh. So they just have to go to the other Yeah, place. so I was thinking about this uh, immediately after we talked. Would it be funny... So it, I, I envisioned the bar and the one restaurant... Being actually the same establishment, but like just for some reason you have to like <laughs> leave through the front door and then walk next door oh, and then go amazing. in the bar. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, you want to go get a drink? Like, oh, let's go to the the place. And yeah. he's just like, Foom. yeah. And they get out like, and maybe she's cold, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna give him my jacket. <laughs> just walk go right, right back, back in. in. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I like that. Yeah, so that's gonna be in it now. That that's, just happened. That's that sort of town that they live in, where like they need to invent some sort of stupid ritual in order to make sure their lives are like fulfilling. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that definitely happens. Um, 
Then movie complete. In order for and so then the deputy sheriff, seeing that he has a, a burly mustache and he's suspicious of sorts. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the mustache I do that. I just assume if you have a mustache, you're just suspicious of people. Is that a bad assumption? That's pretty harassed of you. Wow. Yeah. As someone with a mustache. I'll, I'll take. You know what? Yeah, I can't. I can't help but notice the. Uh, God, what do you call that? Like mustache on your face <laughs> while you say that. I, you know, some people call it a mustache. What other you, people, no, no, literally, what do you call it? Because there's just, people well, just call it a mustache. Other people, when I came back to work, they're just like, your face looks darker. But they didn't know his facial hair. Do you work at a preschool? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Your face looks different. Yeah, like, my... Is I it darker know. than it was so before? So, unlike Deputy Sheriff... Hey, what happened to your ears? I can't see all of them. There's some darkness in the way. All yeah. Is people, your hair longer? So, people, instead of assuming that I grew facial hair when I was away on vacation, they are just like, your face is covered in more shadow these days. How do you do that? And I'm like, that's impossible. Why do? You th- why would I do that? And then they're like, exactly. So now my stupid coworkers think I just have a lightning technique that they can't see that creates extra <laughs> shadow only on my face. That's a minute of my life. I'm never going to back. It's a minute of life that, that yeah. filled up this podcast because we were running out of descriptions for this opening scene. Yes, yeah, so we're not even done with this it. This opening scene... Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be the first. It's opening the movie. Yeah. So in this event, in this scene where he took Gertrude out the night before she went missing. Sure. They went to they went to dinner. Then they went to a they went for a nightcap. They went to a separate bar, which was actually the same place. Same place. They just went outdoors and right back in. The deputy sheriff wants some somewhat. He's like, can anyone corroborate? With where with your whereabouts, and then it was my idea for him to be like, yeah, you were you were there, you were at the bar, and he was just and then he's like no, and he immediately tries to he he doesn't realize he put himself in that corner. He's like no, I wasn't there. He's like <laughs> I, I I don't count. Yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like he doesn't say where he was. He's like ah, you must be mistaken. <laughs> and then Carl was just like no. I, I saw you. You were drinking, and then he named some like really fruity drink. Yeah. Something with like a lot of things coming out of it, or like a Shirley Temple. So then he's so then the deputy sheriff things coming out of it. A lot a lot of things. Is this balloon animal? Straws, umbrellas, <laughs> fruit. All, all right, fruits. Right, I get it. Yeah, I get it. So then he's like, I don't know. I would I would never be drinking that. He gets flustered. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets flustered. flustered. Yeah. His manhood feels like it's on the line. So he's like, I'll drink a beer. Like a dark beer. That's a weird way to put that. Yeah. My manhood's on the line. Well, he wouldn't say that, but like when someone says you're drinking the, the fruitiest of drinks and you live in a small town. Yeah, okay, so he's got a reputation. Sure it feels like he has some like little ego. Reputation and, yeah. to, to keep up. So if you defend yourself As and you tough, say you only drink dark beer. Fat guy with a mustache. You know, we. I'm gonna. I'm gonna find a guy. Okay. All right? You find me. When wiry guys get older and they don't take care of themselves, they develop a gut, but they still have a skinny frame. It's a thing. I want. It's I want like a. a I want like a timeline of one of your uncles, where it's like I want a slideshow presentation where it's like this is him and 
1994. This is him in 1999. Oh my god. Done. Done. Okay. I have an uncle. Yeah. Did you just yes. have a lot of pictures of? <laughs> um, Not nearly as much pictures as I do of Marlon Brando. Because I had uh, to take that sure, class. Yeah, sure. That elective that yeah. I made for <laughs> myself. At but. Brando University. <laughs> <laughs> Brand, Brando's <laughs> University. I had nothing on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, <laughs> so the deputy sheriff, he's he's getting flustered. He's trying to, to he's trying to stay in control of this interrogation. Mm-hmm. It's starting to go against him because yeah. he realized, yeah, I saw him. I knew that. I can't really, uh, I, I can't really treat him like this suspect if this is if this is already going away. But then, I'm not exactly sure when he begins to get um, more accusatory of Steve Crow. But something something next happens where their history gets brought to light. And in that history is kind of what we talked about before, where they were on like the same high school sports team. Yeah, could it be like a really weird sport? Like Muggle Quidditch, even though like that book it series exist. hasn't even existed. Oh, no what timeline this would be so maybe yeah so um, here's what I envision so like uh, if he's gonna be suspicious of Steve Carell like uh, unsure of his intentions yeah. and his like reliability so like um, Steve Carell brings up like yeah you saw us at this place like of course you can corroborate and so he drops that line of questioning but then obviously like they go home anything could happen there um, and Steve Carell maybe just get like flustered he's like why would I do that to someone I love I would always be there for them and then Deputy Cody, Deputy Sheriff Cody, be like, yeah. "Oh, like that time you were there for me." Yeah, and like cuts and back. And then they have it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they like hash yeah, out. Exactly. Like Steve Carell didn't make a block for him, and he got like, he got like injured or like tackled, and they lost the game. Yeah. And he like lost his football career, and he had to be like a fucking sheriff. Yeah. Just broke this pen. <laughs> um, you felt the pain. <laughs> yeah. He had to be like the sheriff at this like weird town. Because he couldn't go pro in uh, men's, uh, what is that? Uh, what is that basketball sport? But it's like in a, it's in a gym, you know, like basketball, handball. <laughs> where like you have to throw it into a goal with your hands. Have you seen that? No. Oh yeah. So it's like it's like basketball, but there's like seven people on the court, and you have to like throw the ball into like a lacrosse net. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's definitely a real thing. Well, that would be something that they play in this Yeah, time something time. weird. Yeah. Anyway, but like yeah. their history gets uh, fleshed out. At and, this point. and you and you get and you get the the feeling and you get the understanding that he's that not only does he have a rival in this person who can't get over something from high school, but that it's not just there. That this is that kind of town where Small things are very big deals. Oh yeah, and they stay and they stay with you if you stay in the town. People so should he has... constantly be reminding him of this. Yeah, throughout the entire movie. Well, like uh, you know, this is getting like way ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but I think this should be a recurring theme. Yeah, and then it also feeds into people's distrust of him. Oh yeah, when things start to get stranger. Yeah, well, I mean, because he, he he can't explain what happened because yeah. he doesn't know. Yeah. So, and then people are like, well, what has this guy been up to since he let us all down? He disappeared, and now he's and now he came back, and it'll be like, I've been... <laughs> yeah, never left. I've been here the entire time. I've sold you groceries yeah. every day for 30 years. 
I was I was at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. It's like ridiculous examples. <laughs> yeah, so I so that's like Tim. We're in a bowling league. We've always been in a bowling league. <laughs> Where were you last week? At the game. Yeah. You. <laughs> Why is everyone just questioning what I do? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I want the scene to end, where he, it gets it, it heats up to the point where it, it's funny where. He keeps feeling he has to defend himself against absurdity, but he also gets angry. And oh, you yeah. also see that there's a darkness to him that immediately sets him up as a suspect as well. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, wow, this guy definitely like, couldn't do it. Loses his temper, maybe. Or, yeah, but he's he's, he's angry. He's angrier than we expect. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's done something. He's no longer just a simple protagonist. There's gonna be something that comes out on his side as well. Okay. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. But I like to know that it's a common theme for this movie for us. No. We come from an era of watching TV where there's like, uh, uh, what's the term? Instead of a protagonist, there's a. Uh, An antagonist. Antihero. Antihero. Yeah. John Constantine. Yeah. Sopranos. Breaking Bad. Right? These are like family men protecting mm-hmm. their family and certain values. But they're criminals. Bruce Bolton. Killers. No. What? Bruce Bolton. He's just he's just a terrible person. He's a family man? He's a family man. Is he? He had that, that bastard son and he brought him into his house and then his bastard son murdered his real son and he kept him in his house. I don't know. Yeah, and he got remarried. I think we have to save that for our other podcast which is Roos Bolton Family Values which is every Monday <laughs> at 4 and it ends at 4.15 yeah there's so there's not much that's on there's about, about and there's not that many values it's just one episode yeah on repeat so so we've gotten through the first scene mm-hmm. um, so the first scene and so you get you get an idea of the town of the people Steve Carell's role Mm-hmm. Steve Carell, a little bit of history, his dark side, all of that in one juicy beginning, and then boom, cut to 30 days before, and then that's when we get to start the movie, and things are starting to take place, mm-hmm. but then I don't know where to go from there, but I think... But this is a really good start. This really like sets the tone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so... That was what we were working on. That's that's all I had. So I think we should go on a quick commercial break. Uh, yeah. Brought to you by Tate's Bake Shop. Tate's. We make things that are baked goods. And religious. <laughs> Very religious. So anyway, welcome back to uh, maybe we'll, we'll, what won't be the second half, no. but the second portion of Indeterminable Size. It'll be an extended wrap-up of yeah. sorts. Yeah, so, so we spent some time talking about um, the deputy sheriff of the town, and so we figured it would probably be a good idea to talk about maybe the rest of the uh, the town's... Uh, Police enforcement? Yeah. Which is not much. <laughs> uh, Code enforcement? Yeah, we, uh, we just thought we are going to openly workshop a little the other... The other justice keepers in the department. Yeah, so, so obviously it's a small town. Uh, so I think we're envisioning kind of the same thing, where we have this deputy sheriff who, who maybe is the one who's really carrying a lot of the weight 
Um, especially recently, because he's <laughs> and wiry, and wiry still. Um, and so, therefore, the the, the sheriff, the, maybe the person who's just had this position for like decades and decades, is just like wildly out of touch. Yeah, he has like a, a hobby. Um, we we figured this guy is so has been given so much free time with his mm-hmm. career. It's like, uh, if he doesn't have hobbies, or if he doesn't have a whole other life to fill <laughs> yeah. for this job, he'd be going crazy. So we had an idea that he's going to be preoccupied doing anything else other than yeah. actually caring about Maybe I guess just on. like an assortment of hobbies. So like not even just one that we like go back to the well for every time. Yeah. But like every time he's it's constantly something, doing something else. Something different. Like yeah. maybe if we have scenes like throughout the town yeah. where like things are happening like oh, like Steve Carell does something suspicious while trying to figure this out. He comes out of like the I don't know uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever the, the whatever and he's like whatever yeah um, I do this on Tuesday yeah, nights yeah so uh, it's like Tuesday nights like pottery night yeah. and he's just like covered in clay yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like what are you doing here it's like oh I'm part of the the, the pottery union club it's like <laughs> oh what is anyone like, else part of this no like he's in like the local like theater guild and they're putting on like a a performance of like I don't know like Rent yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god but like they yeah. clearly have never seen it because um <laughs> So it's just like their interpretation of like what this hit musical is, or if they or they've seen it, but it's only like a select few people. So they like the whoever they have cast for the role mm-hmm. is just like either way too old or like none of the characters are fitting just oh, whatever yeah. they can get for rent. Yeah. So <laughs> so I really like this idea where uh, the sheriff, rather than I, I feel like there's some. There, there's sometimes a character where it's like, sometimes this is a recurring character in movies where something calls someone out of retirement or calls them from their, their time of peace. It's yeah. like I have to, I have to come back to who I am. Mm-hmm. Or like, a, like Batman. I was gonna say like Rambo. I haven't seen. I've seen. I guess an amalgamation of scenes from Rambo. I couldn't tell you what what Rambo they were from. Whether it was just like an angry Sylvester Stallone drunk running through the streets of Philadelphia, I, who's to say? Gotcha. So let's just say any character where the plot is literally someone forcing them to come out of like uh, their previous life of violence mm-hmm. or something, but it's the opposite for the sheriff because he just, <laughs> not that he wants no part of it, but he's so happy doing the other things that aren't his job. This is just a pain in his ass. Yeah, or like he spent so much time not being an actual police officer. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't know what words to use. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, we so, also... just, so get it together! Yeah, so when people start complaining or there's people lining up at his door like, oh, my cat's missing, or oh, something strange happening, he's just like, shut up! <laughs> and he just says, like, we're closed. He's, <laughs> he's like, how do you close a police department? But, um... We also had an idea for the missing persons board. Oh, yeah. Uh, just quickly, we were going to say it's usually empty. Mm-hmm. Um, it finally gets filled by, you know, maybe there's a pet here or there. But Gertrude Willis is... Uh, oh, it should, it should be, like, po- postered with cats. Just well, like at one every point, once yeah. animals start going missing. Oh, yeah, it should yeah. just be cats. But otherwise, 
there's just like one kid on on the yeah, poster that board. they found, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> there's Some freak out. There's one kid, and immediately, you know, when you see it, you're alarmed. You're like, oh man, that's really creepy. That's suspicious. What happened to that one kid? It's okay. Yeah. Like, oh, like you said, yeah. Oh, we found him. He works here now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's he the guy. He's the front desk yeah, guy. Yeah, he's the guy who oh works in the front desk. No, 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 he works here. Yeah, so dad's... He just song. That's exactly how the sheriff is going to be. Where he has not even paid attention in, like, 20 years to take down a missing kid's line. Yeah. Even though the kid was found and works there. Yeah, and I, so, like, if he hasn't done anything in, like, 20 years, I really want him to be, like, stuck in, like... <laughs> Um, like using like that mindset of like being an authoritarian figure in whatever decade he was last an authoritarian yeah. figure. He's like, oh, those, those damn like I don't know what was the eighties, communists. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that was like fifties through eighties. I was gonna say fifties and then it made a comeback, right? Yeah. Sure. Oh, sure did. Yeah. And then it collapsed. Yeah. Did, do they still say like, in like the Russian scare? Did they say commies in the eighties yeah. or did they call them something else? I would imagine. Well, we could. We could write, uh, what's Ronald Reagan's her? widow's name? Is she dead? Nancy? She's still alive? We could write her a letter. I was going to say Eleanor Reagan. Eleanor, Eleanor Reagan. Um, Jackie, Jackie Reagan. Yeah, did you, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think it would still be commies. Are they like reds? Yeah, I was going to say, you, you just call them red? Yeah. Uh, yeah, red. I don't, I don't know dirty, about... Dirty, stinking red. I don't know about that. That might be like a little, little racy. Yeah. For Native Americans. But then if you said that to like a person on that baseball team, the Reds, they're just like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm no Russian <laughs> that's, spy. That's yeah. our word. You can't yeah. use that. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, so anyway. These were confusing times. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, Pete Rose. So many accused accidental uh, Reds back in those days. Yeah, so we'll figure out the word to use. Yeah. But he'll just be like kind of caught in that like era yeah. of just like, oh, those kids smoking their dope. Expect a lot of dated terms. Oh, yeah, definitely. Insults. I like it. There's a part of me that. Like, when he like really dislikes Jimmy Carter. <laughs> like specifically. Oh, that would be hates awesome. Jimmy Carter. There's a part of me that when I think of this movie, I kind of envision it in the 80s not deliberately but since it's, this is such like a quiet old town and yeah. we're doing everything to avoid like uh, technology in, in that aspect it could be like it just starts like, to feel like it's an old movie and it's yeah. not supposed to I like the idea of it like being in present time but like yeah so like technologically and maybe like socially yeah. um, it's just like it, nothing's changed for like 30 years yeah. it was like the last generation to actually do anything just like stayed yeah. Which could be like Steve Carell's fault. You know what I mean? So like whatever he does incorrectly just destroys the town. <laughs> it's just like jobs were cut, the factory closed. Oh, and was it got in Parks and Rec? Stuck. Ice City or uh, Water? Ice, water Ice Town? Ice Town? Ice Town? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And that was a, that's another thing. Like Like you said... It's modern where smartphones are available, but like maybe no one, maybe no the kids have it. smartphones. Yeah, no one else. Everyone opts to have flip phones from ten years ago. And that ago. should yeah, that should be like a problem. Yeah. Where like oh god, we have to like get this like piece of information. Like how do you kill a werewolf? 
And it's just like, oh, if only I was at the library. And, and, like, and look people it up. are all struggling, like fighting each other and, for the and, and, for the public library. And yeah. kid is just like, are you are you kidding? Yes. And he just gets it. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think that works. But I guess this is the right time to begin wrapping it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we've got some some notes to work on in terms of um, how we want to flesh out the rest of the town, um, like the school in particular. Uh, how the the youths interact with all this, and then was, as we flesh out people in the town, we need to determine kind of the uh, we have to really kind of get to the bad guy guys gals. Yeah. Whether it's just like we gotta figure this out. Yeah. Um. That would be. It's gonna be the hardest part. The the mm-hmm. trickiest part. The yeah, the the first both, cut both is the mythology of the werewolf that we've created the deepest and. <laughs> and and the purpose yeah the, the purpose right of so the, the the modus operandi there we go uh, so I guess I don't know so that podcast won't come for a while yeah. maybe we can even hope to bring one of our guests for oh, that one yeah I mean like we had initially a, a lot of interest in, in people being guests but all of a sudden they're like I'm busy I work for a living yeah oh, I hate werewolves I'm I a live vampire in, guy oh yeah I only like my Bad guys when they sparkle. I'm I not, live in New York City. I don't like Tate's cookies. Like we didn't even have them as a sponsor. Why would they go after Tate's like that? It's they're aggressive. great cookies. They're great cookies. They're crisp. I yeah. I feel my soul being they're from Southampton. Saved. We were in Southampton last summer. There we were. We ran 1.5 marathons together. Yeah, collectively. Ah. Yeah. Job well done. Job well done. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. I have to run another half. I don't think I was like, oh, we should stop. You're done with halves? Oh, just... no, I'm probably not done. I'm just like... Oh. Yeah, well, it's going to be a while. Maybe winter. Winter, yeah. I'm in, I'm in winter mode. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm going to go slaughter some, some walruses and make myself a... <laughs> hat? For some reason, I thought this was going to something about, like, the Greyjoys thought of no. killing and, and sea animals and I'm just <laughs> like that sounds like the Iron Islands yeah what is dead man if die there we go um, paying the iron price for the walrus um, <laughs> not to get so off track Nick anything specific about Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> anything specific for next pod that you would like to tackle first yeah I think uh, I think because we're kind of long range we have to figure out um, the, the, the werewolf, the, the mm-hmm. crux of the story. I think fleshing out the rest of the town and kind of fleshing out the setting could probably help us get to that. We have a specific character that we haven't mentioned mm-hmm. um, who is also um, a specific actor that we kind of have... Yes, uh, we alluded to this last time. Yeah. He is almost as essential to the project as Corot. You could call him one of New York's finest. And most essential and, people. Yeah. New York. Because he was a firefighter. Ah. Wait, really? Yeah. Really? I think so. I never knew that. I think so. Huh. Well, he's a terrific actor. Mm Mm-hmm. Really crazy. Um, really talented. Can do a lot of... I think he's done, I think, every genre. Oh, but he's probably invented genres. Yeah. They didn't exist, but then all of a sudden he was just in a movie and was like, oh, that's what that is. So we have an idea of a character that we want him to play, 
but we like Carell, we know less about the character and more about just we want to use this actor so bad. Yeah, just sort of like mannerisms and, and kind of like a general look of this person. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to create him. Yeah, so so I guess maybe so, that would be like the episode three. So we talk more about the, the town, the people, and in specifics, um, character X. I like that. Yeah. Character X. We will reveal the identity of character X and the actor we have selected for it. Him or her. Yeah, big reveal for... Big, yeah, big reveal. May we also note that no Johnson's one dead. has officially actually oh, committed to this project. Oh, and no. we do not... We are not trying to sell this project based on any commitments. However, it's if just you're it, listening... Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you happen to be one of the dozens of people who have listened to this. Yeah, and you're one of the two actors that we want with a passion to be this movie this you know, movie is for you you know how to, you know how to contact us yeah and know that every time we name drop you going forward it's all out of honor oh yeah definitely and, and just, just appreciation of your works and that yeah you two are big inspirations for this movie yeah and my life in general yeah yeah I agree I'd say so yeah um so next time we'll talk about more about the, the town yeah uh, maybe I will write a few more pages. Whoa. We can do oh, another... we should, yeah, we should act it out. We can, we're, I'm definitely going to finish the, the beginning of scene with you. Okay. We'll get that first one done. Yeah, maybe we don't need to act that one out again. Well, we can, we don't even, we don't need to finish that one. Right. But I'll finish writing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then from there we can build into 30 days earlier. Mm-hmm. And then obviously we'll get to introduce the town, which we're going to work on. Yep. We'll introduce a few more of the characters. And then we'll get a few more beats down on what leads to the first disappearance, the first weird thing. Yeah, and hope maybe we'll have like a special guest to help us out with this. Yeah, we talked a big game last time about the special guest, so not that there's a rush to get one, but we'll try to get one. He's being a real, he's being a real mustache about this. <sighs> you know how those people are. Yeah, Ooh, those people. That's a little rough. Deputy Sheriff Cody. Deputy Sheriff Cody. Yeah, so, so that's it. So we're done? That's it. All right. Job well done. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to uh, to episode two, Attack of the Clones, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, we'll be back hopefully soon with episode three, and maybe some postings in between here and there. Like if you finish the scene, we might throw a snippet up, see what people think. Yeah. Um, and going forward into the future, <laughs> we don't have any plans on... Um, on any social media or anything. Well, we have a we have a Facebook page now. We do have a Facebook page. You yeah. can visit us and we'll add some fun things there. Sure. In the future. Sure we will. But uh, yeah, we'll also be working on as long with the script and the ideas, something that maybe can get you guys a little more interactive. Oh yeah. Ask some general werewolf questions. Like ask what's your favorite things about Steve Carell. Just, yeah. Oh, Possibly it'll be more stuff helpful to us in making this. But, uh, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be kind of a good idea if we have like ever get hung up on something. Yeah, but it'll be just stuff to uh, keep everyone engaged. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, if you guys have any questions for us, um, just, you, you just can, keep them. Just keep you, them. you can leave a message, but yeah, uh, we're gonna play the sheriff card and just like we we have other yeah we life put goals. We and put stuff. the cat in charge of uh, of answering our phones. Yeah. So um, doesn't have thumbs. 
it'll it'll stay on the missing persons board, like the kid. Who yeah, oh, yeah, your question. We'll put it on the missing persons board. All right, so we're we should we should we're, we're good. We're done. All right, guys. See Thank you next you. time. Yeah.